Hello and welcome to the Vlogging Pod. Tonight we are joined by fantasy author Stacy Bennett. <laughs> welcome, Stacy. Hi there. How are you tonight? I'm pretty good. Um, I think you're going to be an awesome guest because as we were getting the cameras going, we were ready to roll. <laughs> So I always have fun. You know, it's Thursday night, time to go out and socialize and be sorry about it tomorrow when you have to go to work. <laughs> true that, true that. Um, so I want to dive right in um, by looking back on your inspiration to books. Um, tell me about Milltown and the little shop with the secondhand store books. Oh, the book swap. Yeah. <laughs> there was... Um, Growing up, we didn't have a lot of money, and so, of course, we did the library a lot. But then my mother, who was a very big Harlequin fan, she had a little booklet with all the little Har Harlequin titles in it so she could check them off, so she could get them all, you know, kind of a collector thing. Um, we found this little shop next to a bakery in Milltown, New Jersey, and what they did is they took in used books, and they would sell them, so to speak, for like 50 cents a quarter. And then when you've read them, you can either keep them or you can bring them back and get 10 cents, 5 cents back in credit to buy more books. So we used to go for her and in the back there was this little section for fantasy. And I found a lot of really good finds back there that you wouldn't normally find in like a current bookstore in the, dare I say, the end of the 70s, the beginning of the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you don't look near that age at all. <laughs> at all. Um, well, thank you. I would put you quite a bit younger than myself. So, no, no worries there. So, yeah. Well, I think it's the childlike attitude that helps. <laughs> <laughs> you have to grow old, but you don't have to grow up. Um, yeah, there's that. <laughs> I totally agree with that. I really do. I really do. So a New Jersey native, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. And, and you traveled away from home for a while. Right. My okay. uh, husband for a while was a Marine. So we've been across the country at least twice, maybe three times. Oh, twice or, or three times. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that has to, that has to add to your writing. Yes. I think so. Okay. Um, because you get to see, I mean, on the one hand, you get to see a lot of different people, but on the other hand, you find that people are the same everywhere you go. Right. Um, you know, and I, I always tend to find that people are very nice. Everywhere I've been, people are generally nice. They're generally helpful. Um, and they all have um, issues related to their region, um, but they seem to deal with them similarly across the country. So, you know, I was exposed to different things. Every place we go, it would be different foods, different hobbies, different, um, you know, different cultural influences on the towns. I mean, we were living in South Texas for a while. There's a lot of Hispanic influence down there, which is great, which I love. Um, you know, so it just depends where you're at. We've been in Florida. We've been in North Carolina. We've been in Virginia. We've been in California, Arizona. So, yeah, I've been a been around quite a bit. So would you say that you're, as far as the uh, picturesque places you, you 
place in your books. Let's say that. And I mm-hmm. know that you're more of a fantasy writer, correct? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. How would you, do you find yourself using the material around you as far as your visual and doing more of a fantasy aspect to it? That's what I'm trying to ask. Is it the traveling yeah. and where, okay. Okay. Tell me I how totally the process, tell yes, me how the I process totally of that, that is. Um, well, I, I'm actually a walker, not a hiker, because I don't put that much effort into it, but oh, I'm a walker. Oh, girl, you and are love... talking to my, you are right up, I do t- over 10,000 steps a day, girl. I got my watch on. <laughs> yep. So, I've been to different places where there are different kinds of parks and beaches. Some places have beaches, some places have woods, some places have plains, some places have desert, you know, and on these walks, I tend to think about my stories. And a lot of times where I'm at, it influences the setting that I see in my head. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of helps with it sometimes. Like a particular quality of the light or the foliage or the way the roots are sticking up out of the ground. And I'm like, oh, you know, that would fit in this book right here. That's exactly what I was looking for. That's, that's kind of a scene I'd like to set. And then since I've been there, I kind of try to draw on that. Um, and then, of course, I try to make it a little bit more than, you know, normal. <laughs> right, right. Well, that's that's the whole joy of fantasy. Well, that, that's part of what I like about it. Oh, know. well, yeah. I write fantasy myself, so I fully understand that. Um, now, I've read that your books never truly feel completely done. What? No, they don't. Okay. <laughs> what is it that you think um, you struggle with? Um, to let it go from the editing stage? I think part of it is um, because they're fantasy and you come up with not just the setting, the woods or the desert or the tundra or whatever, you also have, well, I do, have people from different cultures. And as you touch on them in the story, you get a little piece of what's going on. But as I inhabit that world to write more of the story more of these pieces appear and it sometimes feels like if I just wait I'd get the whole story like I'd have all the pieces of the puzzle instead of just the ones that are on the paper right now so I'm always worried that if I stop too soon I'm going to miss a connection I'm going to miss a really good um, foreshadowing of something that's going to happen later that I just don't know about yet it's kind of strange. So it's very hard for me to say that they're done because I'm like, well, did I miss something? Did I miss something that would enhance the story or enhance the reading of it? Um, I mean, I don't focus just on ambiance, but I do think that's a lot of, of my writing is there is a lot of world building from the point of view of the character you're in in that chapter. Do you think that kind of attitude... Um pushes you more for the sequel? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Oh, yes. Because <laughs> you'll think, oh, no, that's just a side character. And the next thing you know, you've got a little book all about it. I'm like, wait a sec. <laughs> I was just going to flesh out the history for myself so that, because as you know, as a writer, mm-hmm. a story is an iceberg. And what you put in the act- on the actual paper is just the tip of the iceberg. But you kind of have to know the whole iceberg to know the form of what you're putting out there. So if I have a character who's going to react a certain way in a certain situation, it's good for me to know why. 
Like I know why he is the way he is. So then if another situation comes up, oh, okay, that same past history will inform his reaction this time. You know what I mean? So I kind of use that to enhance my characters. But then again, then they turn into their own heroes of their own stories, and it's hard not to want to keep going with it. (laughs) No, I I understand that. Um, I'll be honest. uh, There are... Let me ask you this first before I before I say anything about myself. <laughs> um, do you see yourself as a plotter, an over plotter, or are you just no. okay? You're, no. You don't okay. Do you plot at all? <laughs> um, minimally, minimally. Um, there is one story that I plotted because I was prepping for NaNoWriMo. So okay. in the workup, in order to try and you know be good little girl and not write beforehand. I was doing a lot of plotting, which I'd never really done. Um, I didn't do that with my other stories. So that one I did plot and, you know, it comes down to the finishing touches and I'm just pantsing it just like I used to. So I think I'm (laughs) just a pantser at heart. Right. I'll plot some things out. Like I kind of need to know what the end is going to be. So I know where I'm headed. I don't completely go off in the woods, but how you get from here to there is sometimes a (laughs) crapshoot. Well, I guess <laughs> I guess I'm on the crap shooting. <laughs> um, I start out with a premise and then mm-hmm. I go forward. And as my characters build, I will bring up a document and copy paste into the document of my characters, how they've slowly built. Do you know what I mean? So that way, mm-hmm. if I leave to go to a different series, I have the, you know what I'm saying? I have everybody's right. outline and gone. So I have something to refer to to go back and be like, okay, wait a minute, what color was his hair? <laughs> I, I totally, get, I've done that. I've done that. Let me go to the beginning of the story. Where, where, what color was his? What color were her eyes? I can't remember. What color did I use? Um, but I've I've been um, when I when I wrote Quest. Um, honestly, I thought I had one story in me, and I was just going to write it and be done with it. I mean, honestly, that was. that was what I thought. I'm like, I'm not a writer, but I got this story that just won't leave me alone. So I'm just going to write it down and we'll be done with it. And it didn't end up that way, but I sort of stuck with the same series for a long time. So there's not a lot that's documented. It's, it's all in my head. I tell people that's why I have memory issues. I have at least one world starting on two or three now occupying space in my skull. I don't have room for what I had for breakfast. Right. Um, so I, I actually probably should document more than I do, but I tend to just play it over and over and over in my head till I memorize it. Well, and they become real. Yeah. On that note, I, I have two bodies of work that I got, and I was I was just having this conversation with Laura um, the other day, and I was like, <laughs> you know, I think I need to do my document of all my characters. I don't think I've done that yet, and I have two books. Um, so yeah, I get that, but. Um, as far as what you say that you, you do plot the ending so you know where you're heading, right? Well, what it is is the premise that I come up with usually involves the arc of the character that I'm focusing on. Okay. So See, I know where they're starting, what they're going through, and where I want it to end. So if you ask me if there's an HEA, I can tell you yes or no. <laughs> well, I, I never know the endings. until Because you know why? I think it's exciting to write. It's like I'm reading a new book. You know what I mean? It's like right. I'm reading a new Absolutely. book and I'm like, oh, what's going to happen next? I'm like, oh, crap, I've got to write it. <laughs> <laughs> so with talking about your books um, and you're leaving the editing stage, tell me about, now I'm, I might mispronounce this, so please forgive me. 
Is it the Corthen Legacy? Yep. Okay, awesome. So tell me about the series. Well, like I said, it started as a, a very simple premise that I thought was going to be one book. And um, as things got fleshed out, it got bigger and bigger. So it's about this girl, woman. I mean, she's been kept in a castle her whole life. So she's pretty much mentally a girl, but she's actually an adult. Um, and gosh, it sounds so silly when you say it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say. So she's the daughter of this sorcerer who uses this spell to get energy from her to restock his magic. So he's very old and he drains her routinely to keep himself stocked in magic. Um, and he also, when he needs some extra, he'll take people from the neighboring towns and he'll do the same thing to them, but they die and she doesn't. So she's like a replenishable source and these other people are throwaways. So at some point, of course, our hero ends up in his dungeon and she and the hero end up leaving. So the story is really her coming out of this situation where she's been cloistered and has no experience and doesn't really know much about anything to find out who she is and what she can do. So that's pretty much that that whole first story and even part of the second story. Okay. And how many books again are in this series? Um, there are two out that are part of the direct series. There is that one standalone about my side character <laughs> as well, which is just kind of a sweet little romance, honestly. It's, you know, it's not very in-depth, but uh, Archer, who is the sidekick male character, the secondary male character, he, I mean, I love him. I love him to death. And I've since come to realize I think he's based on one of my brothers. Um, and so I just felt like his story needed to be told too. So I wrote a back story on him. And then I'm working on the, the third book, which is suffering from a little bit of, um, you know, when you are writing and somehow you've gone awry somewhere. And so it all grinds to a halt. Mm, Have yes. you ever had that happen to you? Yes. Oh my God. Yes. You've gone down <laughs> the wrong trail. Yes. And nothing is moving. So I'm backing up, but I haven't been able to really undo whatever, whatever misstep I took. Um, so it's a little bit hung up. It's probably about 80% done. 80%. Done. And then after that, there's going to be one more for sure mm -hmm. for this story. Um, so you're talking maybe four altogether? Yeah. But then again, you know, there's a couple of other side characters that really deserve their own stories, too. Mm -hmm. That if, you know, like I said, in my head, this was like, it's one story, one and done, you know. But the longer it goes on, the more I feel like, wow, like, I really want to finish this. I really want well, to just keep going. I'll tell you what, as, and this is just an observation, okay, because I don't follow my own words, okay, so, <laughs> um, but as a reader, okay, when I, and I love audibles, I'll just put that out there, because I can, me too, oh, oh me God, too. right, that's another project that's on my list of to-dos, I do have uh, an audible out, but I'm working more to do it myself, but that's another story, um, because, Sound booth, hello. Okay. <laughs> right. Well, Quest, um, it, Quest and, and Tales of the Archer are both out on Audible currently. Oh, cool. Um, well, good. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Uh, the first two of this series? Well, the first one and the companion. Um, 
with all the stuff that's been going on with COVID and stuff, and I have a, a major physical move in my future, I have had to, you know, pinch, pinch my pennies to the point that I'm, I can't do the audible for Call of the Huntress yet, although I know who's going to do it. And as soon as I get the funds, I will be doing that. Um, nice. So right, but I can't do it right now. Well, I like that. that going back to what I was saying, um, as a reader, I like the audibles. And what I look for a new read I look for how many books are in the series. Now, I I don't follow suit as an author, okay? Because I mean, don't get me wrong. I've got I've got one book that's got four books in it, but I don't continue it. But I love them when they say they have 12, 15 books in the series. I'm like, score! Okay. You know what that I mean? Like a Robert Jordan oh, kind of girl. Well, that's my husband. Um, okay. Uh, you're talking about the wheels of time and stuff yes. like that, right? Yeah. Uh, I watching that on Amazon, but. <laughs> uh, that's more my husband. However, that was my my ex was a big Robert Jordan fan as well. Yes, so, yeah. he is. He has all the books and everything. Um, but again, so if you were asking me, and now that I know that you have two Audible, that intrigues me more because I can. Get, <laughs> I just I just do. You know, I can get so much done. Um, yeah. Currently, I am reading or listening to. I guess you would say is the a throne of glass novels. And they're mm-hmm. extremely long, extremely, extremely long. I mean, <laughs> this one has a, like I'm on like a hundred and eighteen chapter. I'm, <laughs> you know what I mean? I know, right? I'm more of a novella person. I'm the opposite of what I like to listen to. Does that make any sense? <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so I try not to read in the genre that I write in. Uh, I find it very hard to read fantasy while I'm actually working on a book, which tends to be most of the time. So I don't really read a lot of fantasy anymore. I love fantasy. I love, I just, I love it. Okay. I do. Um, I I really do. I just can't get enough. I like to write it. I like to read it. I like to see it on TV. (laughs) I'm, I'm, oh yeah. I'm absorbed. They make more movies, right? Uh, Oh yeah. (laughs) But you know, I think for me, uh, the audible, it just, I don't know. It just really pulls me in. I really enjoy it. Um, that is my ultimate goal. And I, I'm doing that now. I'm doing it with my own books. And I'm hoping to put myself out there later on. But that's, like I said, that's a whole other here and there. But I am neurotic about it, you know? Because mm-hmm. I'm sure when you hire a voice, like, oh, yeah. which I'd love to hear about how you hired your first. Um, but I'm neurotic because I was like, do I sound like that? <laughs> you know, and then I'll go back and I tweak and I tweak and I tweak and I tweak. So um, it is a long. Yeah, that's why I would never be able to, to do my own because I don't even like my voice. So. Well, you know, <laughs> I... <laughs> I'm cool with writing the words, but somebody else has to do the reading. Oh yeah, definitely. I feel somebody you. Somebody else has to do the reading. I feel you. Well, it's my goal. It's my goal, and I'm working on it currently. But that's a whole other story. We need a longer interview to get into that. Uh, so now let me know if I got this wrong. Okay. Amazon, I believe has you at four books to you. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. Cool beans. So we have quest of the Dreamwalker. You have the companion novel tales of the archer. You have call of the huntress. And then you have this other little side novella that I did kind of as a joke with some other author friends of mine. I saw that we were, we were going to do an anthology of shifter stories. And we were all trying to pick some new and different shifter story. 
um, and write these tiny, these small little stories and then put them in together in a novella. And it never came to fruition, although I finished my story. So I was like, well, you know, I'm, I'm self-publishing anyway. What's, it doesn't hurt. I'm just going to stick that one out there. That one also actually is on is on audiobook and it's not just on audible i believe it's on findaways nice yeah nice uh, i've got anubis a, i've got my fingers not. a little bit and everything kobo and all that mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, uh so i will keep a look at that one's a thriller paranormal so it's not my typical fantasy oh nice so with the four books in the run that you've got going Mm -hmm. And my biggest question is, and you say that you have two more books, you're going to be four all together for the, for the Corthian series, mm -hmm. Corthian series, or the Corthian Legacy series, I should say. Um, what I'm really curious about, and here, uh, this is a pivotal question. Are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> you're going to kill me. I'm ready. I'm you're holding gonna, on to my seat. <laughs> you're going to kill me. Um, I want to know, what's the next donut that's going to be served at the next writing table? Um, well, actually, I'm heavily invested and most of the way done in a standalone. It's a paranormal romance, Angels and Demons. Mm -hmm. And I have to say, this, this one is absolutely fabulous. I'm sorry. I, I don't take credit. My muse brought down the thunder on this one because it's a really great story. I just love the characters. I love, and it's a standalone. Sorry, hold on, hold on. So, Sorry, I gotta stop. Shut See, that off. That was my muse. <laughs> Getting all excited there. No, we do about twenty minutes. I just started a timer, but you're fine. You can go a little bit longer. I just said I said it for about twenty minutes, um, but it's fine. Keep keep going. Go ahead and explain what you're saying. Oh, I'm. I'm it was, it's a paranormal romance with angels and demons, and basically, instead of having heaven, earth, and hell, I have them laid out geographically. So the west ah. in the desert is. The Hellions and the Hellborn and the Lord of the Desert. In the middle is Eden with the humans. And in the east is the mountains of Imperia, which is where the Angelics live. Nice. So there's obviously conflicts between the east and the west, and the people are in the middle. Okay, that's awesome. But what's the donut that you're eating while you're writing these? What do you mean? Your donut. What do you mean my donut? <laughs> what I'm eating? <laughs> What you're eating, your donut. You said it was in, um, I think it was a 2016 oh interview. Oh my gosh, I told you I had memory issues. You said that you have, you pick, you eat a donuts. You eat donuts while you're writing. I do, and they're almost always the same. I, I like either Dunkin' Donuts coffee rolls when I'm feeling really naughty, or just a glazed donut. And I still... Get donuts when I'm writing. <laughs> That's why I said you're gonna kill me for this question. No, What's the donut? There's there's something there's something about the sugar and then the coffee next to it. It's just perfect. Like, I mean, I'll go to Starbucks because they let you sit there forever. Dunkin' Donuts aren't as much fun to write in as yeah. a Starbucks, or used to be before COVID. Mm. Um, but definitely the the sugar content at Dunkin' is way better for brain cells. Nice. I yeah. got one more so, question. Coffee roll is my favorite. All right, I've got one more question for you, because um, we're we're a little bit over, but it's fine. I tried to stay about twenty minutes, but it's okay. Um, okay. In two thousand. Special. <laughs> 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 what? <laughs> 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 I 
I could say a lot, but we're going to go way over 20 minutes. <laughs> um, in 2016, and you are special. I want you to, I like to have every guest feel that way, but you are. Um, in, well, thank you. In 2016, with a published mm-hmm. book, uh, Quest of the Dreamwalk, I have your answer to the best thing about being a writer is can I, can I quote you on this you mind yep go okay. ahead <laughs> I can I, I can always change the story if I don't like it now on that is there any work that you've put out there that if you had the chance you would go back and tweak it I'm not saying you would totally redo it but you would tweak it and tell oh me oh my what. gosh if you give me the opportunity I tweak all of them all the time <laughs> you can ask me one of my author friends, Audra Trosper. Um, yeah, if you if you give me the opportunity to go back into that formatting, I, I'm changing something. I'm changing something. But I think I don't change the big stuff. The big stuff. Just there's not there's not just little. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I wrote that. So, <laughs> you used the word barn in two sentences in roast. What are you doing? You're just an author. <laughs> oh, yeah, come on, you're better than that. What are you the story? So do you think your tweaking is just because um, back when we were talking about your editing and how yeah. you would never let it go, it's hard for yeah. you to let it go, that you would never let really let them go. Um, do you think well, it's because you want to include so many tiny little details, maybe that your mind is seeing the whole world of your book that you've created and... Um, like something just dropped on me that freaked me out um anyways uh yeah i know right Uh, it's probably one of those little orange beetle ladybug things um they get everywhere so do you think that's it that you just your world is just so big when you're creating them that you want to get all this in and then you stop and think i should have done this or i should have done that is that what the issue for you do you think mainly is no, I think at that point, I mean, usually by the time I'm actually willing to let them pry it out of my hands to send it to an editor, um, the bigger plot points and the, the reveals are pretty much done. Mm-hmm. But um, I have to say I'm a huge people pleaser. I really am. And I do worry what other people think. So when I, I see all the very, all the vitriol about bad editing and bad word choice and you know, oh, I'd never read that author again. They did blah, blah, blah. I mean, to me, having written these many words and this many books, you know, having a typo in your book is kind of like having a single sock in the dryer. You obviously put them all in in pairs, okay? But somehow, at the end of the dryer cycle, you end up with a single lonely sock, and nobody can figure out how that happens. That's the kind of the same way with typos sometimes. You can have five different sets of eyes go over this yes. text, forwards and backwards and somebody you know you go to sign it to send it to somebody and you're flipping through it and you go oh my gosh look there's a typo (laughs) uh, how did that get in there (laughs) i think that um there's always perceptions for everyone who reads a book i mean people are going to see an error or and some people will not see an error you see what i'm saying and i Mm -hmm. think that if your story's good enough and it's intriguing and pulls people in those little minor things, especially being indie authors. Um, let's let's be honest, and I'll just put this out here for anyone who's listening. We make thirty three cents for every ninety nine cents we sell. That's that's yeah. that's the thing. And if you have a publisher, and 
because Amazon, if you sell on Amazon, that's the margin right there. It's a 33 yeah. cents for every 99 cents. That's what we make. And so then you sell them. And yeah, and you if you yeah Kindle if you them. sell and them, Kindle Unlimited, right? Is and if you are less. right, and yes, exactly. And if you are an unknown author, um, there is a very hard thing to get it out. This is why when I hear about people, oh, I downloaded this or I downloaded that, but do you understand? It's not like we're with scholar caps. You know how people look at authors in a day and age. Right. Maybe this was just when I was growing up. You thought them scholarly. You know, you thought them. Right. Oh, they came with a publishing company. They had this. They had that. But oftentimes, that's not exactly the case. We pay. It's out of our own pocket for the covers. Either we have to learn to do the covers ourselves, or hire someone to do that. We have to hire an editor, or we have to hire a voice talent. Mm-hmm. We have to do this and this and this. It's a lot of money. Um, that we normally we don't the see, money or right? You do it yourself. I'll, I'll just say this real quick because I don't want us to run out of time. But um, my first book was a very small book, and it became a bigger de- it became a bigger series. I added more to it, and then it became one big book. I threw them all in one book. But just for reference sake, my first book, I spent over uh, fifteen thousand dollars on. Yeah. I bought, I have a woman, a man who did the cover, which was phenomenal. Okay. And I went back and I had to learn all the crap how to do it to make my other covers in that series. It looks something (laughs) like the original. Yeah. It looks something (laughs) like the original, but I did not get what, don't get me wrong. I made some money with it, but not near what I put into this book. And I had an editor, I had everything. And still I was hammered to the wall (laughs) by readers. And what I learned is that I write for myself. I, I don't read reviews anymore. I yep. pull back from a lot of that. I really do. Don't get me wrong. I love my readers. Don't get me wrong. I, you know, I, I welcome that. But I had to pull back simply because, um, and there we go. That's why I usually stay under 20 minutes. Because <laughs> yeah. my camera will reboot after 30. Um, but it's fine. We'll get it on there. But the thing with that is I had to learn to do it all myself. You know, yeah. I mean, it, it really it just is that way. Um, unless you have a lot of money to throw at this. And usually most authors don't just have, they aren't just authors. They are probably, oh, they, no. they work in they an office. They work a job. Yes. 40 to 50 hours yes. A yes. You, do you know how to make money in the <laughs> writing industry? I will tell everybody. This is how you make money. Okay. This is the thing. You get other authors to pay you for a service. <laughs> That's true. Right. That's right. If, That's... I, if I could take the formatting that I do for my own books yes. and farm it out, I could spend hours and make money. Yes, you could. Mm-hmm. And you could or be a ghostwriter or a cover. Well, I don't do covers myself. I'm not, I could, I could do them. I have good ideas, mm-hmm. but I'm not about to teach myself Photoshop right about now. Well, I did, I do cover work. And um, Canva is another good source because you can do it right there, especially ebook covers, simple, easy, uh, nice, fun to do. Um, And I do have the programs that I taught myself. I I did a magazine for a while um, supporting authors one read at a time. And we had over, oh, we had over 300 authors and uh, we had over 5,000 hits a month. And that taught me graphic work. And trust me, when the magazine first came out, it was so basic. It, I mean, seriously, it was basic, basic. You got to start where you are, though. Yeah. I mean, you, you got to start where you are. And you have to have a thick skin when you start out. Definitely. Because you, yeah, you just, 
your mom telling that she likes your book doesn't count. (laughs) And your friends telling you they like your book does, you know. And the funny thing about me is I'll have people who like my book and consider themselves fans and they'll start messaging me and I'm, we become friends because I'm just, I'm social that way. (laughs) I like to make friends. Well, and, uh, and so then now they're, they're good reviews don't count because now they're my friends. Well, (laughs) you know, before I have followed an author, um, way back before I even started writing and I'm going to release her name. It's Dakota Cassidy. Do you know her? No. Okay. Look her up on Facebook. Um, and anyone who's listening. And one thing I thought about her, and she has quite a book, books to her name. I'm getting tongue-tied. Quite a few books to her <laughs> name. There we go. Um, the one thing that I was impressed by her, when you talk about speaking with your following and then they become friends, which is awesome. Yeah. Usually, that I've had it happen to me, too. When someone tells me they love my book, oh, my God, you are now family. I'm now adopting you. <laughs> um, but what she does is she does a lot more than just pushes her book she re, she's relatable she's funny um she had to start several pages and several accounts on facebook just because of her following because people love the fact that she was down to earth and accessible mm-hmm. in order to talk to you know what i mean that they yeah, could like yeah. her or comment and she did it in such a way she even paid it forward where she offered chances for other authors to put stuff in her stream and I think that started a lot of things that you see now mm-hmm. as far as that. And I am rambling on. <laughs> anyway. Good effect on people. <laughs> well, you, it's a good effect. It's a good effect. I could talk with well, you yeah, longer. Yeah, social. Yeah. <laughs> I could talk I like, with you longer. Um, you're I like all, when people feel comfortable around me, you know. Well, you, you, you actually do give that out. I really do believe that. Um, so... I was going. I want to ask you a lot more, but this is. I'm going to be editing forever, so I should cut it a little short. Well, let me ask you just one more thing. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me. Now I know you have the four books. What? And then you have the other series. Now tell me, is that going to be the fantasy, or is it out of your range of norm? What you were saying earlier. The Mask of Innocence is a paranormal romance, and I planned it as a standalone for those people who shy away from series. Okay. But I do have another. The bones of another series, which is a fantasy one, and then the bones of another series, which is a dragon fantasy. Oh, cool. Although the dragon fantasy may end up being just one book, but I, I don't know. So. Well, I'm definitely going to look you up, especially since you just told me you were an audible. So you might, yes. be, you might be another read of mine, <laughs> especially, right. especially if that's going to go into four books. And, you know... If it's good, yeah. then I'll be like pestered. Hey, remember me? <laughs> <laughs> feel free to feel free to hit me up on Facebook anytime you like or Instagram. I need um, some more books in this series, woman. I need more. I <laughs> Get at I it. <laughs> I've got to figure out where we went wrong. Um, I think what happened was, and you'll understand this being an author, is I got to the end of Call of the Huntress, and I kind of wanted to end with something impactful because originally Call of the Huntress and um, Hound of Barakan, which is the, the two second and third book, were supposed to be one book, but it just got so large mm. because I they ended up in another place, and then that related back to Archer, and then, well, I've already discussed Archer kind of in this companion novel. I can't just, like, gloss over it because now he's, like, a thing. So they were supposed to be one book, so I, I, I worried that Call of the Huntress would suffer from the Two Towers symptoms. 
where you know you read the two towers and it kind of ends in the middle of the story you're like where's the rest of the book and it's return of the king um so i wanted to have something at the end and it came to me literally in the last two weeks of editing i'm like (laughs) oh yes that's what needs to happen but now I'm like, okay, now how does that impact the rest of it going forward? I'm like, oh, crap, I need to rewrite this. I need to rewrite this piece of this because now it's starting from a different place. Right. Well, you, yeah, will, I did it to myself. you will definitely have to come back on because there, I can think of a lot more things I can ask you. Um, but you were a joy to have on. I really, truly oh, have enjoyed having you This has been great on. fun. Thank well, you so much. Well, I would love to come back on anytime you want. We'll have some coffee, some coffee rolls. I've already been drinking my coffee, but okay. <laughs> I can't have coffee this late. I'll be up all night. I've got editing to do. That's another reason why I'm like, girl, we are over 20 minutes. I'm going to be in the sound booth all night. Anyways, you were a very joy to have on. I really, and I do oh, believe you. you're, you do bring people in with your talking and it, it's a, an actual joy to have someone that you can bounce back and forth. It really is. So I uh, thank you very much for that. Oh, this was fun. This is great. Um, I'll have to look up your series. I didn't know you wrote fantasy. <laughs> well, Laura says, here's a podcast. Um, would you like to be on it? I'm like, okay, free advertising. Okay, I'll do it. You know. Well, because... I'll be honest with you. Uh, you either love me or hate me as a writer. I do everything myself. So that's another reason why people will hate me. And, I'm but... very forgiving. You have to <laughs> You will need to be. <laughs> well, no, because, I mean, I even had, um, there was a book I read. They had asked me to review it. It was just a novella. Uh-huh. And I really liked the characters. Like, I thought they could have done so much more than a novella with these characters. But the the editing was um, in need of some polish. Yeah. So it was really hard because it was, the editing was really needed some polish. I think. But I it think... was a beginning author, and I was like, well, this character was great. Like, right. These are great characters. I mean, I didn't have trouble finishing it, you know, because the characters were great. And I really, I said, hey, I'd like to, I'd like to read more about this character. I think this is a great character. I'd really, I want to know more, write more. You know, it always intrigues me when people say, I want to read your books. And then I'm like, oh, crap. Right? I have the same, I have the same feeling. I'm like, oh, crap, please. If you're going to read my book, don't talk to me between, you know, I'm going to read your book and... It was nice that I don't yeah. want to hear in the middle. It's like, ah, oh, crap. They're going to read me books. Oh, great. Um, but no, uh, if you're going to read something of mine, um, start out with a Vela that I've got on Amazon. I'm doing okay. one called Yaki Bound, and it is dedicated to Laura. She is my muse on that. So okay. if you're interested, go because it's free for the first three yeah. reads. That'll tell you kind of how I am, and you'll be like, yeah. this ain't for me. At least it's free, and you'll be like, okay, and I didn't pay for this. <laughs> Or hook, or, or hook up with me, and I'll make sure you get some books. I've okay, really, I really... Oh, that'd be great. Well, cool. I will close this here, because I'm going to be in here editing all night. Not that you oh, are... At this point, not this that you're not, not worth it. This is just a chit-chat. <laughs> <laughs> you're worth it. Um, it you Go really ahead. are. You're a lot of joy to talk to. I really have enjoyed this conversation. Well, thank which, you so much. I which, appreciate you know, it. We started a new video. Come on. <laughs> Well, I'm really, I'm really special. I know. I'm going to add a little text all of us. She's so special. We're way over 20 minutes here. (laughs) Anyways, I truly did enjoy it. Um, You will have to come back because I I think we could go on forever. 
Okay, that would be great. I'd, I'd love to have you pin me with questions that I can't remember the answer to. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're still booking for July and August. We'll get you in. <laughs> All right. July is my birthday month. All right. We'll celebrate yeah. that out. Anyways, I want to... Yeah, we just won't use any numbers on that, though. You know, oh, we're not going to say... <laughs> heavens to Betsy, no. I, I'm, I'm uh, about 50 myself, so I feel you. Um, I'm over 50. Oh, you don't look it. You don't look it. Um, and that's well, that's you. that's the true key, kiddo. That's the true key. <laughs> Anyways. I, I, I just wish I didn't feel it, I guess. Is that, I, oh. I guess I don't mind the look so much as if I didn't feel it. Oh. <laughs> like, I do feel all of that. Half a century, yeah. <laughs> I think it's all. I think it's all a mental state. You know what I mean? We have to keep our yes. And I, my life has been very stressful, um, especially the last couple of years. And this six months of the beginning of this year, this is the other reason why Hound's not done. Is it's there's just lots of stuff. You lots know, of stress. we could end this podcast and have a phone conversation because I could tell you about my last six months too. <laughs> oh my God, you poor thing. Well, I know. You know what? Tell you what, look me up on Facebook. Okay. We'll message. We will. We will. Feel I wanna... free to message. I'd, I'd love it. Awesome. It'd be awesome. We will do that. I want to thank you. I want to thank everyone in the room tonight. Um, this was a, a more longer conversation that I've had on the podcast here in a while, and it was a true joy. But we do have another podcast coming up this Thursday, this coming Thursday next week. Let me put that in a little bit easier terms. <laughs> so please stay tuned <laughs> and come back, guys. Um, and also, you know, we're not just about authors or celebrities or in the business of entertainment. If you have a great story, please look us up on SheShedStudios.net. Um, fill out the information on the um, booking page, and we'd love to have you on. We'd love to hear about your life as well. For now, thank you for being here. Have a great evening, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye for now. <laughs>